0: Hey guys, you are here with Leah and Danielle for this week's Encouraging Word. And we are really thankful because we have already started Advent. And to our family, that actually means a lot. We really love this season. And I hope that you and your families have really enjoyed um, just the process of going through the holidays this year. We've already uh, finished Thanksgiving and that is mind-blowing to me. But we're looking to um, Jesus' birth. And that is so exciting. So this week we're talking about hope. And I wanted to read out of Jeremiah 29, which we know um, one of these verses really, really well, but I'm just going to read 10 through 14. This is what the Lord says. You will be in Babylon for 70 years, but then I will come and do for you all the good things I have promised, and I will bring you home again. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those days, when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you and will bring you home again to your own land. And then we're also going to read
1: from Ephesians 1, verses 17 and 18. I pray that the Father of glory... The God of our Lord Jesus Christ would impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom in the spirit of revelation to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination, flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling. That is the wealth of God's glorious inheritances
0: that he finds in us, his holy ones. Um, So I know those verses kind of seem separate, But I like, first of all, I like in Jeremiah how it's talking about bringing you back to your home. And I don't know how many of you guys have felt displaced this year. And there's so much of that that I really do believe is, um, I believe it can be a gift to us, if I'm being honest. And I understand that it probably doesn't feel that way in many ways, um, that this season and this kind of unique year doesn't feel like a gift. But I like that, um, we're just reminded that God's future for us is good, and His hope, His the future that He has for us is full of hope. And I even look at the, um you know, this is what the Lord says, you'll be in Babylon, Babylon for 70 years. That feels like a long time, but there was some crazy stuff happening back then. Um And I think we can relate, because there's some crazy stuff happening for us here. And I think all of us, maybe not all of us, but a lot of us have had that thought process of like, how long is it going to be kind of up in the air? But then I will come and do for you all the good things I promised is what the Lord says in this verse. And I love that reminder. So maybe there is uh, something in you that's telling you that the good things that God has promised are not going to come to pass either. Um, I know if you started a business during this season, that could be really difficult. I understand if maybe you weren't deemed as essential um, during the shutdown, that could have been devastating financially. All of these things that could have happened because of, you know, a pandemic and, and other things that continue to happen in our lives. And I just love that reminder to you um, that God will do all of the good things he's promised to you. And maybe some of you are saying that he's never promised anything to you. Well, I want to ask you to just read the Bible because there's some beautiful promises in the Bible that he has for you. And um, I recognized a little while ago that If there was a voice that I was hearing that didn't bring hope into my life, that wasn't God. That's not what God's future was for me. That wasn't what God's present was for me even. And so if maybe you have been feeling thoughts and feelings of hopelessness, that's not what God has for you. And God is, um, I mean, I'm trying to create this image of God just knocking on your heart asking you to let him in with the hope that he's called you to and that kind of leads us over to Ephesians which is kind of cool
1: yeah and I even think of the Jeremiah reading it again it says um, that he knows all the things here he will come and do all the things that I he has promised and even those words within that verse of what's promised and planned and then restore Mm -hmm. And I think if you've been in a spot or even in your whole entire life where you feel like there has been nothing promised for me Mm -hmm. ever, Mm -hmm. I want to make it clear to you that that has been God's plan from Mm -hmm. the very beginning. And even like the children of Israel, they were working towards getting to the promised land and Mm -hmm. God had plans to use every single person along the way. Mm -hmm. And, and then he restores at And it talks to it um, in verse 14 of Jeremiah. says, I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. And so I think if those three things, God has promised something for you, and he has plans along the way, Mm -hmm. and everything within there that you think has failed Mm -hmm. or hasn't turned out for your good, God will restore. Mm -hmm. And that is his amazing
0: business. Yeah, and just that reminder, like, he'll end your captivity. I think some... I would group myself in this. I think some of us found out this year that there are some things that were holding us bound. And I think, um, you know, if you're losing your source of income, you're reminded that maybe that's where your security was found and maybe even, um, people's titles have changed this year and all of that. And I think those things are reminders to us that, um, that maybe there were some things in our lives that had kept us bound. And it says that he will release us from our captivity. And I just love that image and restore um, your good Mm -hmm. fortune. So, sorry, keep going. No,
1: and in Ephesians, I'll read Ephesians 18 again. It says, I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination, flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling. That is the wealth of God's glorious inheritances that he finds in us his holy ones. Um, It was a while ago I was praying about hope and what it looks like even in God's kingdom now and what does it look like that we get to walk out. And I, I had this picture of a Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade. It looks a little different this year how we had it, but they always start out with the big Macy's banner. That is the start. And that's the thing that precedes the entire thing, kind of giving a Easy clarification of this is what it is. And I've had this idea of the word hope being the banner that goes before everything that goes beyond in our life. To where if we were to watch the Macy's Thanksgiving parade over again and we start it over, the hope banner is what is waved in regards to our life. And I think it's so beautiful that even in that verse, it talks about the full revelation of the hope of his calling that is the wealth of God's inheritances glorious inheritances that He finds in us. I think it's beautiful that we are God's hope. Mm-hmm. Like, God is our hope, but mm-hmm. to turn around and think that we get to be His hope mm-hmm. that He finds in us. And the fact that He calls us His holy mm-hmm. ones, I think it can alter the way that we live our daily life mm-hmm. rather than saying, God is only my hope. And then turning and saying, like, He sees that in me. Mm-hmm. He sees that I'm I'm the hope. I'm the apple of his eye, the hope of his eye, however you want to say (laughs) Mm -hmm. it. I think that's a beautiful position to walk out of then because it can shift the way that we see our daily experiences, the things that we are working through, the things that come up at us in a day-to-day life, our thought life, Mm -hmm. our families, our relationships, Mm -hmm. our work, our businesses, whatever that be, knowing that we are the hope of God Mm -hmm. and he is the hope of our life. Mm -hmm. It makes this beautiful exchange, which I think... God is very best at the most
0: beautiful exchanges. <laughs> and you know, if for those of us who are Christians, if you're not a Christian, I'm not putting this on you, but for those of us who are Christians, it is really important that we understand, um, not that we understand, but that we're aware of what we're speaking about, what we're thinking about, what we're um the the way that we are presenting the hope with the gospel. Because I sometimes I'll walk away from conversations with people and I'll be like, that sounds miserable. Like that is the life that you have projected into your future. And I don't mean that in a way to be judgmental, just from the perspective of if they know God, there is hope in your future. And so uh, first of all, I just want to say that as a fact. If you know God, there is hope in your future. And I I just want to remind you, make sure that the thoughts that you are dwelling on, that that's, that's what you're taking hold of. And make sure that the words that you're speaking, that that's the essence that you're leaving. Um, Someone, I, I think we've all seen this quote. It's like, you can't always, um, people don't always remember what you said, but they'll remember how you made them feel. And I, I don't ever want to be the type of person that someone walks away from a conversation or an interaction with me and they feel less hope than they started with. Because some people we come in contact with feel no hope at all. And there isn't a withdrawal. There isn't deposits in their hope bank to withdraw from. And so that's just a reminder to me even, just making sure that, first of all, how I see my life, just being very, very clear that there is hope in our future. Danielle and I were just talking, and she was just bringing up, making sure that we're not being inauthentic, because the truth of the matter is, the facts is that there's hope in our future. But sometimes, our day-to-day life, there are things that we're working through and the things that we are walking through. And so, obviously, don't lie, <laughs> but remind yourself, like, there is always hope and so try to find those little um, nuggets in your life and even
1: when you're speaking with people yes we don't want you to be inauthentic in your hope even in conversations but I on a deeper level if that's surface one go down to like surface level two of allow God into the places of your heart where you feel hopeless mm-hmm. first because this it can't be something that we um, want to project and don't have people can recognize that <laughs> and yeah. that's, that's just being ingenuine disingenuous. Yeah. I don't know. I
0: think, I think both of those are words,
1: all those words, you grammar people help me out. But I think when we can allow God to into every hopeless moment of our life, mm-hmm. every hopeless thought in our head, every hopeless feeling in our soul and in our heart, then when we can come in conversation with people, Those are the spots that we can say, God has shed his light. Even like the verse says, Mm -hmm. he will illuminate the eyes of your imagination. Love that. And even just get in the word, allow God into those moments and then get in the word and then allow hope to infiltrate every single dark corner of Mm -hmm. your heart. And then it naturally comes out
0: to others. Yeah. And I just want to, I just want to give you some examples of what hopelessness sounds like. Uh, You'll never succeed, I It'll think we've be all like this forever. like all of these things that are like hope, hopelessness doesn't always have to be like uh, you know I'm in the worst spot of my life. it can be the things that God's called you to that you keep telling yourself you don't have the capacity for so I, I mean I, I just want to reframe that maybe to give you some clarity at least in what that could sound like in your head because God has a hope and a future for you, and it's beautiful and mm-hmm. it's bright. so we want to encourage you that your words matter, so speak up. Build up and lift up. Bye.